Hello, my people. You're listening to the Sipping Royalty podcast. I'm your host, Reese, and I am back for a very special bonus episode. Yes, it is my very first royal movie review. I told you on the last episode that I was doing something special for the holidays since the Sussexes are on vacation or their break. I don't know if you call it vacation. I guess it's vacation. Whoever, what doesn't matter. They're not around right now. And the rest of the royal family is kind of in shambles. So I wanted to do something fun. So you voted in the poll on my Twitter page. And coming to America won. So royal movie review number one is coming to America Um, And I'm kind of excited about it. I was kind of mad at y'all at first, you know, mad because I, first of all, I did this to myself. I put coming to America on the poll. And then when I, when I saw I was winning, I was like, damn it. I really didn't want to do coming to America. I mean, I like the movie and, you know, I've seen it a few times, but I haven't seen it in a really long time before I watched it for this episode. So um, that'll be interesting talking about it. But um, I got kind of mad because it, it immediately took over the poll from the other movies. And I wanted to talk about um, <laughs> the uh, what was it called? The the Netflix movie, The Prince, um, uh, The Prince, The Christmas Prince. What I forget what it's called. But I wanted to talk about that one since it's so like closely. Supposedly, they got a lot of what they they did in that movie from uh harry and megan's love story so i wanted to do that one so but i won't sabotage myself next time i'm going to put that on the poll and you better vote for that poll when because i'm going to do another royal movie review uh around christmas or new year's or something like that and you better vote for that movie so that so that i can talk about it um so that i can have a, a reason to watch it so anyway uh, before we get into the review, you should subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Click that subscribe button. Subscribe button, and if you're on Spotify or Stitcher, um, you can leave. You can rate and review the podcast. Leave a five star review on um, on Apple Podcasts, and you can, you know, write a little review so I know that you're there, and it'll be so nice. Um, so yeah, you can also follow me on the socials. I'm at Sipping Royalty on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. <clears throat> and that's a lot of I'm I'm mostly on Twitter and Tumblr, but I I um I update my Instagram a lot. I updated my Instagram today, so or what well, well as I'm recording this this I updated it today. So um without further ado, let's get into coming to america um i'll play the uh i'll play the trailer the original trailer for coming to america let's see let's see if this works once upon a time in a faraway kingdom lived a handsome prince he was attended by devoted servants do you think perhaps just once I might use the bathroom by myself? Most amusing, sir. Wipers! And engaged by royal decree. Why? Why can't I find my own wife? We've gone to a great deal of trouble to select for you a very fine. 
fine wife. I want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins. Where will you find such a woman? In America. So he traveled across the sea to the land of opportunity, which is where the fairy tale ends and our story begins. Behold, Simi, life, real life, and seeing that we have been denied for far too long. We're in New York now. Let us dress as New Yorkers. I feel like a complete idiot. Have either of you ever had any fast food work experience before? Certainly not. This will be our first job in the United States. I am Akeem. Nice to meet you, Akeem. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. That's good to know. Oh, my goodness! It is you! Greetings, Your Highness! Who is that? Eddie Murphy. Just the man I met in the restroom. Arsidio Hall. Ah! In a comedy fable of royal romance. When I look at these contestants, for a Miss Black Awareness pageant, I feel good. Apparently, these are the best women Queens has to offer. Pick one and let's go home. I want to tear you apart. And your friend, too. Coming to America. Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, if you want to keep working here, stay off the drugs. Is it? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Coming to America came out in 1988. <clears throat> Or at least that's what this says right here. I think it came out in 1988. Um, so yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know if everybody's seen it. I know a lot, all black people have seen it. Like this is a super black movie. That's why I picked it. I wanted to pick something that wasn't just um, a royal movie with a bunch of a royal romance without a bunch of um, that's not just centered around white people. And it's like, of course, coming to America. Um, it was either this or um, what was the other movie? I forget what the other movie I was going to pick was, but I was like, of course, I'll pick Coming to America. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It has been so long since I saw it. I can't even tell you the last time I saw this movie. Like, um, is because it's not one of my favorites. It came out. It came out when I was like a baby, um, like too young to have seen it. So. <clears throat> it has it was one of those things that I had to just have caught like when somebody around the house was watching it and I don't think that a lot of the stuff that I saw when I was like younger registered with me like I understood it so it was a funny movie but it was like it was like not one of my favorites so uh well I was mad at you guys for voting for this I'm happy that you made me watch it because it it was so it was a lot of fun <clears throat> now it was two hours and when well, I gotta I gotta confess like close to the end of the movie I started looking at my watch like well not my watch because I don't wear watches but <laughs> I started looking at my phone like come on like how this movie could have taken out like 15 minutes maybe 20 minutes and it would have been perfect perfection 
but um and that's probably like blasphemy somebody some comedy fan some eddie murphy fan is probably like you bitch um (laughs) how are you going to talk about eddie murphy's movie like this but i'm sorry i have to give you my honest opinion about these things and that is my honest opinion i was getting like closer to the end of the movie i was like come on we're like we can wrap this up like nothing is happening right now we can wrap this right up um my favorite part of the movie is probably arsenio hall though like i came here for the romance but i was here i stayed for arsenio hall um (laughs) he plays semi of course and he he's like uh he's eddie murphy's like i guess he's like a manservant i I don't know what you would call him they're I, i don't know maybe they said it in the movie and i just don't remember but he was not here for uh this like poor living the poor american life so um in case in case the trailer wasn't clear the you know plot of the movie is that eddie murphy plays crown prince akeem of zamunda and he he's had everything done for him for his entire life he we come into this on his 21st birthday and he's about to be engaged to get married and he tells his father the great james Earl jones who plays joff joffy joffrey or something like that um he he tells his father the king that he wants to pick his own wife and his father is like nah but you can go sow your wild royal oats so he tells him he gives him 40 days to go to america to just to basically just fuck across america is is what his father thinks he's going to do um and so yeah he sends prince akeem and semi to america semi is there supposed to be um like looking after him and that is where the shenanigans begin in queens they pick queens because it's (laughs) because it's queens um he says he's looking for his queen like what part of new york should we go to and he says queens uh so that's how we end up in queens and i don't know new york really well so um like a bunch of stuff i don't i want to know how accurate it is i haven't i didn't read anything about it i watched this movie last night and i'm recording it um this morning and i don't know how like accurate it is to like real real queens new york or i mean or in and in the 80s i know this is like queens in the 80s but like now i wonder what queens looks like now Mm. because queens is not like um where you go visit when you go to new york i don't think it's like brooklyn um manhattan brooklyn is like the big ones and then you go to the bronx because people like baseball and i think that's where the baseball teams play is that all the baseball teams or just the yankees i know the yankees play in the bronx i don't know where the other baseball teams play um anyway that doesn't matter so uh, they go to new york and it's just so funny how not here for all of this semi is um he's not about the poor life like akeem goes to new york and he wants to just be a regular old person they show up at the airport and they are dressed like they're foreign dignitaries they're wearing like their big furs um akeem is wearing like this giant gold i don't know it's not even a chain it's just like these giant gold thing um and 
it it like signifies that they're like important people and most importantly rich people and they have dozens of bags with them dozens of suitcases and akeem is like no we're not going to do this we're going to be regular people and semi is like uh what <laughs> like he never says um nigga what but that his face the entire movie is like nigga what like semi is not the prince but semi is about that good life he grew up rich in zamunda and he is not here for first of all the new york cold weather and secondly this like and akeem has them move into this rundown apartment with um a landlord that is uh he's like a slumlord the first thing they see as soon as they walk into the building is a guy (laughs) rolling himself downstairs trying to fake like he got hurt in the building and the the superintendent of the building like get the fuck up you know you tried to do this last week you have to pay your rent it is hilarious um (laughs) so that's what Akeem wants to do so that he can meet the woman of his dreams and (laughs) they leave all their stuff outside all of their their um their clothes and you know their luggage and stuff gets stolen and what they go up to their apartment the apartment is he you know he told them Akeem Prince Akeem told um the landlord to give them the the most dilapidated apartment you have so that they can live just the the most basic and normal lives and it's like okay I get it (laughs) like he has no clue what he's really asking for but they could have lived so much better than they did in that apartment. I, I mean, I know New York is expensive now. I don't know what 80s New York was like, but I'm just saying they could have got some that was like livable. They walked into an apartment. The only window is facing a brick wall and a blind man lived there. So it, it didn't matter. And then they have like these tape, these chalk outlines of a dead person and a dead dog on the floor and there are like rats running around and shit now i know you new yorkers are like used to the rats so that's just a thing that's there that's like a feature but i'm guessing that all of your apartments don't have chalk outlines of of dead people in them um and akeem sees this and he's like you know eureka this is the best goddamn thing he's ever seen and semi is like no you know he hates it and i love that so much i love arsenio hall in this movie like too much he is he's great um eddie murphy's good too but arsenio hall just does it for me in this movie um so the other thing that um that i like I think the best part of this is like the side stuff, these side characters. And, you know, this is like the precursor to um, to Eddie Murphy doing the um, the clumps, like where he plays. He and Arsenio Hall play every part, um, all these side characters that they have around here. He you know, he's playing all of them. They or not he, but they they both play. I don't know how many how many characters all together they both play, but they play quite a few of them. They play they play almost all of the ki- the characters that are in the barber shop. Um, they play the the reverend, the singer, 
<laughs> the singer guy. Um, when they get to America is where they play most of the characters. A lot of the, the characters in Africa are um, like real people. So, and that's, a, that's another thing that, that I didn't remember. I remember most of the movie from America. Like once they get to America, I remembered a lot of that stuff. I did not remember the Africa stuff. Um, I like a lot. Most of the Africa stuff was just completely forgotten to me, like beyond the wedding um, or like the when he meets his um, uh, the woman that he's betrothed to. uh, I forget her name, but Vanessa Bell Calloway or Vanessa Bell at the time. She wasn't Calloway yet. Um, So I remember him meeting her. Cause those are like the most famous parts of it where he's like making her bark like a dog and, 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 and hop on her, um, hop on one foot. But the other stuff, um, is just so, it just, it, it, I didn't remember any of it. So the movie starts and he's woken up by a, um, like a symphony orchestra, like a small symphony orchestra that is like, they have like a balcony over his bed where they play. Um, And so he's woken up that, like that's his alarm clock. And then he, um, (laughs) they just take him through his day dressing him. Now the, um, the beginning of this movie, the, like the, the palace it looks like the Emerald City from The Wizard of Oz. Like everything is like this light green color. The house that not well, the mansion, I don't know what you call it. The palace is like this light green color through everything and it looks kind of looks like matte painting um through some of this. So I don't know where they filmed this movie, but some of it just looked like a real matte matte paint painting. Um you're not supposed to see this <laughs> You're not supposed to watch this movie in like HD or like 4K or something like that because um this stuff stands out. Like all of the the jewels and stuff that they're wearing looks so fake. Um I mean, this is not a bad thing in the movie, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, "Oh my god, they look like little kid. <laughs> they look like the shit that you get uh when you're a kid, like the plastic jewel, like the pra- plastic crowns and shit like that." Um yeah, it look and and I swear Akeem's crown at the end of the movie looks like it was painted by a little kid. Like a little kid made it and they just they painted it gold and they like it looks like a little kid's project. So, um I mean, I'm sorry to anybody. I'm sorry. I don't mean to well I well I am making fun of you, but I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude, but you you didn't know. You didn't know HD and 4K were coming for your neck um when you were making this movie. So, um <laughs> sorry but it is so funny um watching them when they put that jewelry and stuff on and they put their their crown jewels and stuff on it's so funny anyway so yeah we're in the emerald city of the wizard of oz and like just hit the whole process of him getting like him getting um him getting dressed like he had he asked the guy if he could um 
it, you know, he's like, it's it's my 21st birthday. Would it be okay if I wipe my own behind um, now? And, and the guy goes very funny and he proceeds to call the wipers to wipe his ass for him. Like, I did not remember that. I did not. I remember the, the brushing of the teeth and stuff, <clears throat> but I did not remember um, the whole uh, wiping of of his behind it is it is hilarious um he you know and we all know about the the women who wash him and um the royal penis is clean your highness it is so (laughs) it is so funny um by the way i'm drinking caramel shortbread tea uh while i do this review this morning so that's nice that's like a nice um holiday-ish flavor right it's from david's tea it's very good david's tea is having a sale by the way so if anybody's interested uh buy two get one free um run 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 and get your tea anyway so um so the big stuff happens in america like they he talks to well we I got to talk about the Vanessa Bell Calloway thing. So she walks in and she's so beautiful. She, she gets the, this grand opening or this grand like entrance where all of the dancers dance for her. Um, and Paula Abdul, um, choreographed this. I thought that was really cool. Paula Abdul was all over the eighties and now she's like nowhere. So bring back Paula Abdul. Is she back on that American Idol? I don't know. I haven't watched that um are are they back i know simon cowell is not on there because he's on america's got talent and he's got all kinds of problems because they just fired gabrielle union but um i know are do they have um randy and paula back on america not america what is it called um america um that show whatever i I didn't watch that show anyway but i just want to know that paula I want to know that Paula Abdul is okay and she has work. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm worried about her, but I'm wor- I'm I'm worried about Paula Abdul. So somebody make me feel better and tell me that Paula Abdul is okay. Anyway, so she choreographed this uh, whole scene, this entrance of this woman, the the dancers and everything. So she comes in and she's all beautiful. She's got all this hair and she's wearing this gold dress and um Akeem asked to talk to her and that's something that's just not done and he uh he takes her to a back row but he starts asking her questions and everything that he says you know he he's asking her questions and she's like whatever you want your highness you know and she's she's basically been bred born and bred to serve him as his queen and I want to know because Akeem's mom is really cool. We don't see enough of her. We don't see enough of his parents, of James Earl Jones, Jones or his um his mother. And I forget the actress who plays his mother. Um, her, no, I know is her name is Madge Sinclair, and we don't see enough of them in the movie. But she's like this cool, uh, this cool woman who doesn't like take a lot of shit from her husband. Like she says what she wants. But then you have Vanessa what, Vanessa Bell there who is there to serve Akeem and she's only she's she's like parroting back whatever she thinks he wants to hear um so I want to know 
Like, how long does it take to, like, was Akeem's mom like that? Like, this stuff doesn't matter, but this is the stuff that was running through my mind. Um, <laughs> his parents aren't in this enough for that those questions to matter at all to me, but this is the kind of stuff that I think about. So, excuse me. Mm. So, Sammy and Akeem try to do, they do this whole, they basically tr- <laughs> They go around um, going out trying to find Akeem's woman. Like, they did not have a plan at all. They go to nightclubs, um, and, and we get a montage of just all the, the, the weird women that they meet. They meet up, <laughs> they meet twins who do, like, this whole beatbop thing. Um, that's really funny. They, um, this is the first instance where we, we get to see Arsenio Hall dressed as a woman, so... <clears throat> they do that thing like I feel like a lot of this stuff um would not be you like you could not do this today you could not have Arsenio Hall dressing up as a woman um in this way like you have the Tyler Perry thing but I think the the joke here is that he looks like a man so you like I think you get a lot of people offended by this then you know and it wasn't even particularly funny but you do get Arsenio Hall, who has great skin in this movie. Like, HD is not friendly to everybody because you get to see all the flaws in people's skin. But Arsenio Hall, um, great skin in this movie. Like, I don't know if it's the makeup or, or whatever, but he just has, like, really good skin. I'm so jealous. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really jealous of, the, of, of, like, clearly, I love Arsenio Hall more than I knew. Um, because this is just an Arsenio Hall love fest for me right now. I don't understand. Um, I just, I don't, whatever. He's great. Um, he has great skin and I'm jealous. Anyway, so, um, the barbershop. Like, uh, I feel like all of this is just like you, you hop, just hopping around to all of the, these little side characters until you get to the end of the movie where the love story becomes more important and you know you have to talk about it but the 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 funniest side characters are the the guys the old men at the mighty fine barbershop uh or mighty sharp barbershop and um the funniest part is probably when um Akeem first is it when he first meets I don't know if it's when he first meets them um when he goes to get his hair cut and we get we go in and we just just to witness their conversation so here's the one here let me let me try to play it for you uh let me see god damn boy what's that some kind of weave or something it is my natural hair (laughs) i've been growing it since birth oh shit what kind of chemical you got in there i've put no chemicals only juices and berries Shit, that ain't nothing but ultra perm. Tell me how you want me to cut this. <laughs> that ain't nothing but ultra perm. Just make it nice and neat. That'll be eight dollars. <laughs> mm. It's so funny because Akeem has this like long rat tail. By the way, why was the rat tail ever a thing? like the mullet is terrible but the rat tail is even worse 
um akeem akeem's like rat tail braid thingy is like cultural i guess but for all you other people who were wearing rat tails back in the 80s or 90s or whenever it was bad and i hope that never comes back it is not cute at all keep it away anyway so just the 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 old men arguing in the barbershop is just the funniest goddamn thing um i don't see because i can sit here and watch this i can sit here and watch these scenes um all day and so um the big deal is that akeem finally meets the girl of his dreams um or he sees her for the first time they go to some sort of um uh christian community center thing like i don't i don't know what it is but um so they go there and then um that's where he sees lisa mcdowell lisa mcdowell played by i I don't i forget her name but i know she i believe she used to be on um what is it pine valley uh not one life to live but um what's it called no um is where the show with erica kane um what is that show called it has been so long since i um since i saw it but the show with erica kane um (laughs) And it's going to drive me crazy if I can't find, if I can't think of it. Uh, where, where, where? All my children. God damn it. And I, and if she's not on that show, then I'm just going to be so mad. But I believe she was on All My Children. Um, so, yeah, she's... Uh, Akeem, Princess Keem sees her and he love at first sight for him she um she is the daughter of mr mcdowell his name is cleo mcdowell she has a sister named patrice none of these people look like they're related at all like (laughs) um the her father and sister could be related they look like they could be related she does not look like she's related to either of them so and I know his his wife died, so we're just going to pretend that she looks exactly like the mother, <clears throat> because uh, <laughs> it uh, like other than that, it's just sort of like who casted this movie? Like what white person casted this movie that you couldn't get someone that looks more um, like them? Uh, Patrice is so good too. Patrice is so thirsty. Patrice just wants all the dick all the time, and it is so funny. Um, like I feel like if if somebody else wanted to do a m- more serious take about this movie that you could have you'd have a lot to say about Patrice and Lisa and a whole lot of other stuff but just for me for this this review right here it Patrice is great and <laughs> she she um I love her clothes in this movie like she was just she was wearing scrunchies and her clothes look like scrunchies and I was just in love with all of it so Patrice is okay in my book and she deserves all of she deserves everything and so 
they go to they they he sees Lisa and then he gets the the good idea <laughs> good idea quote unquote to get a job at McDowell's um <laughs> because you know just so he can be near her and i feel like this could also be creepy not could this is creepy like if you think about this outside of this movie a guy <clears throat> sees a woman you know he doesn't speak to her or anything at this point i don't think and then he goes to get a job where she works so that he can be near her and watch her to try to uh so that he can be, try to get into a relationship with her. Like, it is really creepy if you think about it on any other level. And that's what I've been doing lately, um, thinking about all the stuff that, that I like um, from the other side. And that's what I watched. Um, I have Disney Plus because everybody should have it, right? And I watched While You Were Sleeping, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, if you watch this from any other angle other than Sandra Bullock's, it's a fucking horror movie um so yeah and i feel like that's what this is like if you're watching from any other angle other than akeem's then this is coming to america is a horror movie about how a woman gets stalked by a strange man um yeah so and it's a cautionary tale because in the horror movie he would kill her like that's what he has to do um it, that's what he would do at the end of this movie if it was a horror movie from lisa's point of view he would murder her or he would try to murder her like he doesn't try to murder her in this movie but um i feel like in lisa in the movie from lisa's point of view he would try to murder her anyway so lisa is surrounded by a bunch of terrible men like her father is awful he um he's the dad from um that 70 show not that 70 show but that other that actual 70 show um <laughs> um that i i good times and damn 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 <clears throat> that's the most memorable thing <laughs> to me and he's not even in that scene i believe he's dead but um i hated that show um hot take good times was a fucking awful show terrible show anyway so he is mr mcdowell is like this money hungry like he's trying to he's kind of trying to pimp his daughter out to like the richest man that he can find and he don't give a fuck about his other daughter like i don't know why he, i don't know what he has against patrice but he's not trying to marry patrice off to any rich man but he is trying to marry lisa off like he's trying to get lisa to to marry um her awful boyfriend daryl played by the great eric lasalle who has a an even greater um jerry curl in this movie like oh my god that jerry curl um side note i know somebody who still wears a jerry curl um i won't say any names just in case uh they may they might listen but um yo i know a guy who wears a jerry curl currently in 2019 um so yeah and so daryl is awful <clears throat> but he has the juiciest um <laughs> the juiciest jerry curl from soul glow um let me play the soul glow commercial because they they walk in, they're walking down the street and 
Semi and Akeem, once they get their American clothes and they see this Soul Glow commercial, and it is the greatest thing ever. Introducing Smart Dogs. Oh, shit. Um, and there's an FU YouTube for having um, commercials in front of every goddamn thing. It's so annoying. I miss when YouTube didn't have all the commercials. Skip trial. I feel like a complete idiot. Oh, do not be ridiculous. You can do all the things you always wanted to do. Oh my god that commercial is just the best thing ever and i want to commercials in the 80s really like look like that <clears throat> if it did i think that's what we should bring back like fuck all that mullet and rat tail shit bring back the soul glow like commercials that's what i want in my life um so yeah that song is great i'm going to be singing it forever um <laughs> and so hakeem actually tries to get um, he wants to get a jerry curl at one point in this movie so that he can attract because he thinks that's why lisa is attracted to daryl and it's like oh man oh lisa you could do so much better like who could really look at somebody with a jerry curl and think that that's like the greatest thing ever like i would not want i'm sorry i would not want to date somebody with a jerry curl i could not handle it and as juicy and like wet as those things are like how because that how is that comfortable like i have natural hair and just my hair being like damp is like the most uncomfortable thing like with if you have stuff dripping down your neck oh it's so uncomfortable like i'm just thinking about it i'm getting uncomfortable how could you do it how could you do it daryl and his whole family has i believe i think his family owns like a jerry curl company do they own solo um i think that's where they get their money from maybe his family owns because i feel like um since the whole family had the jerry curl like even the grandmother that i think they own the soul glow um it's the (laughs) The best, the best like visual gag in this movie is when um, they're at the party. They're at a party at um, the McDowell house and Daryl's family is there and they're all sitting on the couch and they, and Mr. McDowell calls them all up and they all leave. Like they all leave their juicy um, Jerry curl stain on their couch. Um, it, <laughs> it's so great like were people actually walking around leaving their their jerry curl stains all over the place um and how do you get like i hope none of that was oil like i'm i'm just getting mad thinking about it because i'm like i hope none of that was like oil based because if it's an oil based thing then you'll never be able to get that stuff out of um any like fabric it's so awful um so this movie is also like littered with people that are famous later on like cuba gooding jr is the kid in the in the the barbershop chair when they first go in there um when we first see the the barbershop guys Cooper Gooding Jr. is the guy getting his 
no not getting his haircut because eddie murphy plays the barber and he's so like obviously not cutting his hair he has like scissors um just like mimicking cutting something but he's not actually cutting anything um there's um like i said well james Earl jones is not a cameo uh samuel l jackson is in this movie because samuel l jackson is in every movie um <laughs> so he's in this movie he tries to hold up mcdowell's um and semi and akeem uh, actually take him out you know they save the day and mr mcdowell is so awful that they 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 save everybody in mcdowell's um they get you know they get the gun away from samuel l jackson and mr mcdowell is like i want to reward you and his reward to them is letting <laughs> letting semi and akeem work his party and it's like my god like he is just the most awful person i did not remember this is another thing i didn't remember i didn't remember how awful mr mcdowell was um it is funny when he when he explained like he spends the whole movie um looking out for people from mcdonald's uh because when he when he uh when they first get to the the restaurant <clears throat> he's he's explaining to them how uh people i think it was like people came and they're taking pictures of his restaurant to try to you know they're from mcdonald's and they're taking pictures of his restaurant and he chases them away and then he turns around to akeem and semi and he's like explaining like you know mcdonald's is always on me but I, you know this is so my restaurant is different they're mcdonald's we're mcdowell's and they have the golden arches we have the golden arcs and it's so funny how he's trying to explain how he basically just stole the idea um for his first ride he, he didn't try to change anything at all like he made the most basic minor changes um it is so funny the way he's going around explaining how his his restaurant differs from mcdonald's and is actually just mcdonald's it's so funny um that's that's the best part of you know his part of this because other than that i really don't like him it's like mm, i don't like him daryl is awful lisa's boyfriend daryl is like <clears throat> he he finds out that akeem and semi are from africa and he spends all of his time talking to akeem making like my taking like minor digs at him um asking him if he wrestled um lions and shit like that it's like why why are they so awful like we get it we, we like i think it would have been better to have Daryl be like at least a viable guy because Daryl is so awful that he makes me question Lisa's judgment. Like he makes me, makes me question why Akeem would even want to be with Lisa. Daryl is so awful. So yeah, like he was like a step away from calling um, Akeem an African booty scratcher. Like, I feel like that was like the next thing he would have said if Lisa didn't, finally get mad and break up with him and she got mad because her father her awful father and awful daryl um basically tried to railroad her into an engagement they announce an engagement without telling her they're at this party and her father announces this engagement 
you know, she, her father and Daryl talk and then they, they, they stand up in front of everybody and announce an engagement. It is, it is so like, it's just so bizarre and I don't get it. Um, that's what, that's another thing that doesn't work for, for, um, in this movie for me. It just, yeah, I did, didn't dig it at all. I feel like I could do, I could have done without Daryl. Like, I, I know that you needed, um, like you needed something to stand in their way. You know, you needed that to have an obstacle for them. But I feel like the obstacle could have been Akeem's lies. Like Akeem lying to her could have been the obstacle. You did not need Daryl. Daryl is just like, he's just super fucking awful. And he's not really funny. Like the funniest thing about him is his Jerry Curl and his Jerry Curl family. Um, But other than that, he's just a, a bad guy. Um, the other thing is, um, yeah, we spend too much time with Daryl here. Like we don't spend a ton of time with him, but I feel like we spend too much time with him. More time than I wanted to be spending with Daryl. So they eventually break up and then Akeem is like in full force and he and Lisa have, they went from, they went from kind of being friends, friendly to 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 Akeem at the end of this movie telling Lisa that he was in love with her and ready to renounce his title um it happened kind of fast for me um like it can't it it felt to me that it kind of came out of nowhere like they were they're they're talking and they're like having a good time together but it never felt like they were in love I don't know. Maybe they just didn't have a lot of chemistry in my mind. Um, yeah, because I like she's really Lisa is really pretty. Um, and so I get why Akeem would be attracted to her. But I don't I didn't feel a ton of chemistry between them. It was just it was better when it was um, with Semi and Akeem, like Semi, you know, trying to get uh comfortable in this place and Akeem doing everything in his power to undercut that to play the poor person um so the other like so they they Akeem is like they kind of go on dates I guess but see they don't really go on they they go on one date they kiss they dance um and then, but that is like all the way at the end of the movie. Um, so that's like not a great thing. Um, I don't want to criticize this movie too much because I did have fun watching it. But I feel like this movie is like really, it's like loaded up in the middle. Like the middle, the middle part of this movie, the second act of this movie, great. The first act, okay. And the third act, okay but the middle part of this movie is like where it lives like where it's great um so we semi finally gets what he wants he calls the he no he doesn't call uh because that that would have been they don't have the um they don't have the technology like couldn't you couldn't he have called because he sent a telegram he sends a telegram to Zamunda asking the ki- telling the king that they spent all their money and that he needs a million do- they need a million dollars of spending money. Um and it's so funny the interaction that he has with the lady at the um at the office, you know, trying to send this um this note to the king. 
And so that brings the king to New York. And that's where things really kick into gear. Um, because the king, the royals all come to New York looking for Akeem and Semi. Well, Akeem. And um the king fucks shit up because he's he's like a douchey guy. He tells Lisa when he sees her, he tells Lisa that Akeem has, you know, is engaged to be married, so he's just playing around with her. But it's like they weren't really doing anything. Like they kissed, but it was you know, I never got the, the maybe because they didn't have great chemistry, I never got the feeling that they were going to have sex. So, it's like what was Akeem really doing? Like I feel like she was she like she gets bad um i mean and it, she's rightfully mad he lied to her about who he is and all that blah 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 but it feels like like i feel like she gets mad to the point where where you would almost think they had sex um because that would that would make more sense to me it's like she gets angry like he's not who he says he is blah, he lied all that but then but he's not he lied about who he is but it's like they never had sex so it's not like so how's he really playing around like i feel like that should have gone through her mind at some point where she's like well how much of his sowing of his wild oats could he be doing we didn't have sex we just kissed like a couple times and so it's not like they had like this hot and heavy relationship but whatever the king is mad. The queen, you know, gets on him about that, tells him, you know, Akeem picked the woman that he loved. They tell the, the his mother tells him to go after her. They have this whole, you know, thing on the train where he tries to renounce his titles, like I said before, and she turns him down. And um, the Africans go back to Zamunda. You know, they take their African contingent. They go back to Zamunda for Akeem to get married and then we get the big reveal. He's standing, um, he's standing in the palace in front of, you know, waiting for his bride to walk down the aisle and he's not happy. And when he lifts the veil of the woman standing next to him, surprise, it's Lisa. Now, you know, nice if you're if like if you're really into the love story, like I'm sure you're happy about this. But I'm looking at this woman and I'm like there's no like he lifts that veil and he is shocked when he sees Lisa but I'm looking at her and I'm like how are you shocked now Vanessa Bell Calloway beautiful um just as beautiful as Lisa she is a dark-skinned woman you know there is no way in hell that you would mistake Vanessa Bell for Lisa so the fact that he lifts that veil and he is shocked, her arms are bare too. Like you can see her skin. So I'm like, if you're looking at her skin, um, he should have either no one known it was Lisa or two, um, been like, who the hell is this woman walking down the aisle to me? Who the hell is this light skinned woman walking down the aisle? Because the woman I'm supposed to be marrying is a dark skinned, beautiful Vanessa Bell. Um, and that just, I was just like, nope, there's no way he, he didn't, um, he didn't realize that Vanessa Bell wasn't the one walking down the aisle to him. Like, come on. Um, the other thing is that dress. 
the dress that she wears is like um it's like princess diana's uh wedding gown on steroids it is the barbiest of barbie dresses it is it is like this sparkly like concoction um it is it like everything everything about it is just like what were they even um you know 80s 80s is the like is the 80s so that's the only um thing that that makes sense to me like it's the 80s so they had to do it the the dress had to be on 11 oh my god you got to see this dress if you haven't seen this movie just go uh, look for just go look for a picture of that dress because that dress is a whole, it is a whole thing um so they um they get married they live happily ever after I guess and we're getting a coming to America part two so um unless Lisa is dead in that movie or she and Akeem got divorced and they only they they barely knew each other for 40 days so it's a toss-up on whether that marriage lasted or not mm so yeah lisa and akeem get into their carriage and they ride off and that looks like if the if the horses changed colors it would be the wizard of oz at this point like the front of that <laughs> the front of that palace looks even more like like it was straight out of the wizard of oz this this part of the movie it was like when the the lollipop guild and the all the the munchkins run up to surround dorothy um like yes this is totally wizard of oz i am on top of this this i i feel like they had to there has to be some connection between um coming to america and the wizard of oz i will not accept any other um i will not accept anything else i should have looked this up but i didn't so you guys know me i'm lazy anyway so my girl patrice ends the movie <clears throat> kind of weirdly so patrice at one point in this movie is into semi is not not into semi into akeem um they she double dates with akeem lisa and daryl and she tries to jerk <laughs> she tries to give him a hand job at the at a basketball game um like patrice trying to get that dick like i said throughout this movie and so she she ends up going to Akeen's house because she's really trying to get that dick to the apartment. And then she sees the apartment. It's all um, decorated up from Semi because Semi, you know, got tired of living in squalor. So she um, she goes there and Semi tells her he lies and tells her that he's the prince and, you know, to keep that secret. So then she's on to Semi. And so at the end of the movie when the the king gets there she finds out that semi is not um the prince he's just you know the manservant akeem is actually the prince she gets upset she runs to her room you know she's like lisa gets everything and so daryl 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 um you know got attacked by the dog and got run off by lisa's dad because you know akeem was there and he wanted he wants his daughter to be with the richer guy so he ends up going to Patrice's room and this this Patrice ends and it looks like she's about to hook up with Daryl um so I'm like come on and I don't even think Patrice I didn't even see Patrice at the wedding scene so I don't know what happened to Patrice like Patrice 
um, ends the movie in her room with Daryl. And that, that makes me sad. Like, poor Patrice. <sighs> I really like Patrice. <laughs> I just like how thirsty she is. It is so funny. Um, so, yeah. Akeem and Lisa live happily ever after. Um, we'll see how happily ever after it, it actually is once Coming to America Part 2 comes out. But as far as this movie's concerned, they lived happily ever after. And that is the end, you guys. So, Coming to America, a fun movie, uh, some problems. I'm actually excited for for part two. Um, you know, Eddie, ooh, I'm sorry. Eddie Murphy is making his comeback. So, I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with his part two of this movie. How it's going to, you know, carry on from the original. How they're going to make it better. How they're going to fix the mistakes from the original. And um, Eddie Murphy... Arsenio Hall, um, and I, I, I don't know if any, I do know Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Wesley Snipes are, uh, are going to be in the new movie. I don't know if any of the women are coming back though. So that should be fun. And I think the dad, he's still alive, right? I know James Old Jones is still alive. Um, Madge Sinclair, uh, is not. So Akeem's mom is not alive, but his dad is. And, um, I don't know if Mr. McDowell is still alive, but I believe he is. So we'll see. That should be all fun. So that is all, you guys. I hope everybody has a happy holiday and that you do a lot of shopping. Is That is what you're going to do. That is what I'm going to do. I have already started my shopping because um, I have problems. Anyway, so I'm going to do, I'm going to spend lots of money and buy lots of clothes and shoes. I just bought three pairs of shoes um, and I got a free gift as well. Um, I'm so proud of myself. So um, have a happy holiday, everybody. Enjoy your food until, I don't know when my next episode is going to be. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something next week. I don't know. There's nothing, there's not a whole lot going on. Um. So I don't know. I'll play it by ear and see what ha what's happening. Maybe if you have any suggestions, if you want a topic that you want me to cover or if you would like to be a guest on a podcast, hit me up. Um, you can contact me on, you can DM me on Twitter, on um, Tumblr. Um, those are the best pieces to get in contact. But if you want to email me, email me your topics or ideas. Um, you can send it to sippingroyalty at gmail.com and I will get right back to you. So, until the next episode, everybody, later.